Well, we may no longer have a January auto show, but that doesn't mean that the North American Car and Truck of the Year and also Utility of the Year awards uh, don't go forward in this uh, frigid month. And they are arguably the much more objective awards in the automotive universe. We know Motor Trend, Car and Driver, they've got theirs, but they also accept advertising, which mm-hmm. makes it a little bit, I don't know. Uh, but this year, Natoys were announced, and um, it uh, was good news on the truck front for the uh, for the American automakers with the Ford Super Duty uh, catching truck of the year. Uh, let's talk to one of my favorite drawers who... Uh, was one of those that was making the call on these uh, awards that were announced yesterday at one Concourse. Henry Payne, automotive uh, columnist for the Detroit News. Henry, good morning, and welcome to JR Morning. Hey, Guy. Good to be with you. So just in general, as you looked at the, the universe of nominees this year, I, I know the goal is to basically say who elevated the bar the most in the automotive market. As you look at it overall, what distinguished this year's group of nominees? Yeah, it's really a, it's an interesting time, Guy, in the industry because you get this uh, historic, historic transition that the industry is going through toward uh, to our electrics. So you had a mix of, uh, of uh, new electrics that aren't quite there yet uh, competing against uh, pretty established brands. So uh, I thought I thought the most interesting categories were car, where you had two icons, yeah. uh, Honda Accord and Toyota Prius going at each other. The Prius won that battle, and then you had SUVs, uh, which were all electric. All the nominees were electric: uh, uh, Kia EV9, um, the uh, uh, Hyundai Kona. And and the uh, Genesis G70, and none of these are really mass market vehicles yet, the way that the Accord and the Prius are. So the the SUV category, I thought, was uh, not as relevant to customers yet, just because those are, electrics are still niche vehicles. The and I should say the um, the Kia EV9 won uh, in that SUV category. Well, let me tell you, um, uh, Henry, that that Kia uh, EV9, it it really looks good. I was looking at it uh, yesterday when I, you know, when they were talking about it on television and it's a it's a good look. I'm I'm wondering how the security will be because as you know, they they talk about Kias are easy to to steal and you know, has security been improved in in this? I know this is an electric car, but has it been improved? Yeah, I mean every 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 car in this electronic age has its challenges in terms of getting uh, stolen. I think Hyundai's in particular uh have have been uh, rife uh, with that problem, and, and those uh, that's been irrelevant whether it's an EV or whether it's a uh, internal combustion car. But I, I just I, I just took the Kia EV9 for a road trip, mm-hmm. for example, to uh, Gaylord and back as an overnight 500 mile trip. I had to stop five times in, in 30 degree weather in order to recharge. I mean, charging. You are real, kidding me? What? Yeah, I mean, yeah, charging really saps uh, battery range. So the EV9 is uh is uh, uh claims they have 270 miles of range in truth I was just getting about 55% of that so in a three row family SUV that's a real issue for families you know everybody in the back seat's going to be screaming are we there yet so yeah and how much time did it take to charge it back up? yeah the yeah i mean that's normally you know you do a round trip up to Gaylord uh we did an overnight trip uh, that's normally about a 6 hour drive it took us uh, 8 hours oh wow so you know, I, I think that's where the EVs 
are really struggling now is to get over that hump from early adopters. I, I've got a Tesla Model 3. I love it. I'm a, I'm a motorhead. i got multiple cars in my garage. Uh, but if the only car in your garage is a Kia EV9 and you got family and you need to get, you know, up north, to see the family and back, it can be a real struggle. Jeff Flock from Fox Business just did a test like that, and he, he went to bed with 20 miles of range left on the vehicle, got up the next morning, turned it on, and it said, you have six miles to find a charger. At, and that's, Overnight of Yeah, nothing. because things cooled down, the batteries got cold, didn't have time to preheat anything, and it's so like you, Henry, that's, those, that's a nasty awakening. Yeah, and then he was in a Tesla, and the, I, I, yeah, I watched some of that flock coverage, and, and uh, Tesla, was, he, he's in a Tesla very similar to the one I own. He was driving a Model Y, which is the SUV version of, of the Model 3, and Tesla has the most robust charging structure out there, and part of the problem for me when I was testing the Kia EV9, and this isn't a knock just on the EV9, I mean, this is a general challenge mm-hmm. for all EVs, is that if it's if you're on a non-Tesla network, you don't know who's running that network. You don't know if chargers are available or not. At least with a Tesla charger, it's all in, in-house, in so you know if the chargers are working. Uh, you know, one of the issues I had when I was going north was I went to the uh, charger up in Waters, Michigan. It wasn't working. Uh, you know, I got there, and I, you, so you're always planning to make sure you have enough range because the charger you get to may not have uh, may not be available, and then you got to be able to go to the next charger. So it's a real challenge. Henry, talk about truck of the year. Ho hum, Ford got it again. The Ford Super Duty. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Ford has been making the best selling truck, uh, best selling vehicle in America for the last forty years, and this is why. I mean, the, the, their trucks are so good. The, the lineup is so complete. And you know, I, I voted for the Chevy Colorado. I, I, I love midsize trucks. Um, to me, they're more relevant uh, to, to a broader customer. Uh, so I voted for the Chevy Colorado, but but you but you have the the Ford uh, Super Duty in this case the 250, which is part of this 150, 250, 350, et cetera lineup. And they're so good, they're so high tech, they do everything that those customers want. That the uh, the jury uh, voted for the Super Duty, but it was tight. I mean, the the Chevy Silverado EV was right in there competing against the Colorado and this in the uh, Super Duty. Well, and that's the good news. It was a very competitive field. I have a question though. If there are these problems with EVs, how did they become the top of the list and winning? Yeah, I, I, again, I look at the trucks. I mean, a lot of these uh, automakers have invested a lot of money into electric trucks. Uh, they're looking at local fleets, um, you know, utility fleets. Uh, port fleets when you go out to the west coast uh, where these vehicles have, have you know they can charge and uh, and just do limited 200 mile uh, errands in their normal course of the day but you, you you put them into a customer's hands and the towing really becomes a, a challenge i'll give you another example um, going up north i tried to tow a boat in a, a ford lightning uh, suv which won car of the uh, car one truck of the year last year and uh the Lightning's range is 300. You put a you put any any sort of tow behind it. In my case, a 1500 uh, pound boat, and the and the range goes to 100 miles. Yeah. It, lo- it loses wow. two thirds of its towing cape of its of its range when you tow. And they don't and want the, to talk and, about that, do they? Well, and, and here's the thing: the the chargers as you go up I-75, the Electrify America chargers are about 120 miles apart. 
So you, you wouldn't even be able to get from one charger to another at a 100-mile range if you're towing in a truck. That's a, it's a real issue. So uh, we should point out this. Uh, Tesla did not provide the cyber truck for you guys to judge, which is interesting. So that's unfortunate because it's one of the most talked-about vehicles out there. But as you look ahead to 2024, um, we've got some nominees for the, the new year ahead, including the Corvette E-Ray. What, what vehicles are you most looking forward to judging in the new year? Oh man, I mean, they're, they're, I, I count 60 of them coming already. I mean, you have so much product uh, in the market because you sort of have these two parallel lines. You have a, a gas, gas lines, uh, legacy gas lines, in addition to all these new uh, electric lines uh, coming. So there's there's all kinds of good good stuff. I mean, one of the one of the things we were really looking forward to this year was uh, in the twenty the the year just passed was we were hoping we were going to get Chevy Colorado, Toyota Tacoma, and Ford Ranger all going head to head. We didn't get that. The uh, Ranger and the Tacoma got pushed into next year, so you'll have those two midsize trucks uh, going at each other. Uh, that's going to be fun to judge uh, those two trucks. Uh, the trucks have just gotten really good because they're kind of like SUVs now. You know, people use them as daily drivers, so they're very high tech. Yeah. Well, uh, we can read all about it in the Detroit News under Henry Payne's byline, and you can always get uh, Henry's latest test drives and also the the ups and downs of living in the EV transition. <laughs> and uh, your 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 bride sure is a tolerant soul as <laughs> you're taking all these extra stops. I hope you feed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's she's a great lady. Yeah, wait, wait, wait till I take her up north in the Tesla Cybertruck. That'll yeah. be an interesting trip. Yeah. She's one of my yoga buddies. So so I, uh, I feel her pain. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much, Henry. Do take care. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good to be with you. All right. And we should point out the one thing, you know, you know, f- functional always is you, sometimes is ugly. The new Toyota Prius, pretty good looking. We'll be back.